Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to Shravanam Diaries podcast. I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are continuing with the teachings of Queen Kunti by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Chapter number 21, what is our actual value? Continuing from where we left off yesterday. Krishna further says, Maya tatam idam sarvam jagadavyakta murtina matthani sarvabhutani nachaham teshvavasthitaha Quote, By me in my unmanifested form this entire universe is pervaded. All beings are in me, but I am not in them. Unquote Bhagavad Gita 9.4 that which is avyakta, unmanifested, also has murti, or form. The sky, for example, is avyakta, unmanifest, but it also has a form, the round form of the universe. If we go to the ocean, there also we shall find a form like that of a big circle. Without form, there is nothing. Everything has a form, even that which is supposedly impersonal. Therefore, the idea that everything is zero or impersonal is foolish. Behind the impersonal feature and the so-called voidness is the supreme form, Krishna. Ishvara Parama Krishna Sachit Ananda Vigraha the word Ishvara means controller. Nature is not controlling itself. The real controller is Krishna. The Brahma, uh, Brahma Samhita 5.44 says that Prakriti or Durga the deity of material nature is working under the direction of Govinda, Krishna. How is she working? Just like a shadow. Below our hand is its shadow. And as our hand moves, the shadow moves. Behind all manifestations there is a motion. There is motion. I have sometimes given the example of the shunting of the big cars in a railway line. The engine moves the motion and pushes one car, which then pushes another and another and so on. Similarly, who set up the motion of the cosmic manifestation? The original motion giver is Krishna motion giver I like Krishna is called the motion giver also somewhere in Bhagavatam Krishna is called the animator the original animator like he makes he animates things so matter from inanimate becomes animate by Krishna's glance by his touch or by his push now Kunti Devi says quote 
we Pandavas have become famous and people say that we are very important. Why? Because you are our friend." Unquote. Krishna was the friend of the Pandavas and specifically the friend of Arjuna. And therefore Arjuna was a great and valorous warrior. But Kunti Devi knew. Quote, People say, oh, the Pandavas are such great warriors and heroes. But what is the value of my sons, the Pandavas? Unquote. Similarly, the Yadu dynasty, Yadu dynasty was famous because Krishna took birth, took his birth in that family. But Kunti Devi says, Kevayam, what are we? What is our value? Kevayam namarupabhyam. We have our name and form, but without you, it is all useless. It has no value. Unquote. People do not understand this. They are very proud of having a nice body and a nice name. Mm. Having a nice body, having a nice name. They think, <clears throat> excuse me, they think I am American, I am Indian, I am German, and so on. But what is all this? These are simply bogus names and bogus forms with no value. If we subtract Krishna, everything is zero. This is a fact. But people are such rascals that they do not understand this fact. But who can deny it? The American body or Indian body may have a good name, but if it has no consciousness, what is its value? No value. Therefore, it is said, Bhagavad Bhakti Hinasya Jatih Shastram Japastapah Apranasyeva Dehasya Mandanam Lokaranjanam Quote, for a person devoid of devotional service to Krishna, his birth in a great nation or family, his knowledge of revealed scripture, his performance of austerities and penance, and his chanting of the Vedic mantras are all like ornaments on a dead body. Such ornaments simply serve the concocted pleasures of the general populace." Unquote. Hari Bhakti Sudhadoya 3.11 Wow! This is so, so relevant for me right now. This is very, very... This is so true. You know? Hmm... Especially nowadays when advertisement and commercial ideas, marketing is so much prevalent in society. Almost everything turns into some kind of business. And, uh, you know, every marketing specialist has this question, who is the target audience? Because if you talk about... Mm, 
serving the particular public with your product you're thinking about what is their target audience what is the like what is that thing we can provide for them to serve them for their pleasure so here uh, Haribakti Sudha Doya it says that you simply serve the concocted pleasures of the general populace and all these things knowledge birth and great nation family chanting of Vedic mantras austerities, penance all of these things, material qualifications they simply serve their ornaments that serve concocted pleasures of the general populace because they're devoid of devotional service to Krishna devoid of this spirit soul this relationship with the Lord because this is the true essence Wow, this is very, very pertinent for all of us, this verse. I mean, this, is, this entire purport, of course. So, we all have consciousness, but what is this consciousness? It is Krishna consciousness. We have forgotten Krishna, and therefore we simply say consciousness. But really, consciousness means Krishna consciousness, because without Krishna, we cannot have consciousness hi listen we can can we tell this to <laughs> all the yoga studios and um psychotherapists and therapists and um, so many people right now using the word consciousness everything is about consciousness right i mean somehow in the last few years it became a very buzzword such a buzzword like conscious you have to be conscious conscious space everything but no proper explains that consciousness means krishna consciousness because without krishna we cannot have consciousness now he explains why without the sun how can there be sunshine therefore we say sunshine and not just shine similarly consciousness means krishna consciousness this requires a little intelligence to understand, but devotees like Kunti Devi have this intelligence and understanding. Therefore, Kunti says, the Pandavas and Yadus are so important, but what is actually our value? Unquote. Because Krishna is bidding farewell, Kunti laments. Quote, you will go and we shall not be able to see you. What then will be the value of our name and fame? Unquote. Bhavato darshanam yarhi hrishi kanami veshituh. She gives the example that without Krishna they would be like the senses without life. In this material world, we desire sense enjoyment, but Without Krishna or without Krishna consciousness, there is no possibility of sense enjoyment. We may have strong arms and legs, but when there is no consciousness, when there is no Krishna consciousness, we cannot even utilize them. An intelligent person therefore knows that without Krishna, his senses have no value. And therefore he becomes a devotee. He rightly concludes 
that because there is an intimate relationship between the senses and Krishna, as long as the senses are active, it is one's duty to use the senses in the service of Krishna. This is Bhakti. Jai. To use an example, I have given many times. Suppose in an assembly one finds a hundred dollar note that has fallen from someone's pocket. If one takes that note and puts it in one's own pocket, one is a thief because that note does not belong to him. This is called bhoga, false enjoyment. Then again, Someone else may think, Oh, why shall I touch it? It belongs to someone else. Let it remain there. I have nothing to do with it. This is called Tiaga, renunciation. So although the hundred dollar note is the same, one person is trying to enjoy it, while another is trying to give it up. But... Both of them, the yogi and the bhogi, excuse me, the bhogi and the tyagi are fools. Now, so why is that? The bhogis, bhogis are the karmis, those who are working very hard to exploit the resources of the material nature, like the scientists, for example, who are doing research to further such exploitation. Their intention is actually is to steal. On the other hand, the Tiagis, those who are unable to steal, have a sour grapes philosophy. Sour grapes. Oh, these things are useless. There is no need of them. Mostly, of course, people are bogies. That is, they are trying to use everything to enjoy sense gratification, but still there are those who are baffled in sense gratification and who therefore says, no, no, we don't need these things. <laughs> Continuing the example, however, when a hundred dollar note is found, the person who acts most properly is the one who takes it and says, someone has lost this note. Let me find its owner. Upon returning that note, one renders real service. One who takes the note for himself or one who leaves the note where it is are both useless. Similarly, the, the bhogi and tiagi are both useless. But the bhakta, the devotee, knows that everything belongs to Krishna and should therefore be offered to Krishna. That is real service. Everything belongs to Krishna. What is this body? It's a combination of material elements, earth, water, fire, air, and the subtle psychological elements, mind, intelligence and false ego. Krishna claims, 
all these eight elements are my separated energy. Then how are the body and mind ours? Although I claim that the body is mine, I do not even know how it is working. Mm. Mm. A tenant in an apartment may pay rent and somehow or other occupy the apartment and enjoy its utilities. Although he may not actually know how the heat and tap water are working. Similarly, although we do not know the details of how the body works, we are using this body, which actually belongs not to us, but to Krishna. This is the real fact. The body consists of the senses and the mind, and therefore the senses and mind also belong to Krishna. I am a spirit soul, but I have been given the opportunity to utilize a certain type of material body. Because I wanted it, Krishna is so kind that he has given it to me. If one wants the body of a king, Krishna will give it. If one follows the prescribed method, one will get the body of a king. And if one wants the body of a hog, so that one may eat stool, Krishna will give one that kind of body also. But now, in the human form of life, one should understand. Everything belongs to Krishna. So why am I hankering to satisfy this body, which is supposedly mine? Supposedly mine. Rather, now I have this body, let me serve Krishna. This is intelligence. And this is bhakti. Hrishikena Hrishikesha Sevanam Bhakti Ruchate. Bhakti means to use Hrishika, the senses, in the service of Hrishikesha, Krishna, the master of the senses. Tvaya Hrishikeshena Hridisthitasya Yathakaromi. Because I wanted some sense gratification for getting that everything actually belongs to Krishna, I have been given this body, which is a facility for sense gratification. Mm -hmm. But the senses have no value without Krishna. And therefore, the natural conclusion is that the senses belong to Krishna. Therefore, since I have these senses, why not use them for Krishna's satisfaction? This is Bhakti. Haribo! Such a beautiful chapter. Yes, so... We have completed it. Tomorrow we shall start chapter number 22, Beauty in Krishna's Presence. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website. Check out these wonderful, beautiful books by Srila Prabhupada. Read them along with us. Read them on your own. Share them with your friends. And let us become conscious. Actually conscious, which is Krishna conscious. Yes, so we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.